we stop and think about it, we realize that after every great moment, there is a reaction. A moment of reaction, and it's in this reaction that danger lies. Because it seems to be the law of life, that just after our power to resist has been its higher, it sinks to its lowest. Writing about his experience in Auschwitz, the Nazi death camp, the Italian writer Primo Levi says, in the majority of cases, the hour of liberation was neither joyful or lighthearted. For many suicides occurred immediately after liberation. In contrast, suicides are rare during imprisonment. In my own case, release was a critical moment. A critical moment which coincided with a flood of rethinking, with a flood of depression. And Nelly Weisel, another Auschwitz survivor says, during the ordeal, I lived in expectation, expectation of a miracle or expectation of death. It was only later, after the nightmare was over, that I went through a crisis. A crisis of pain and anguish when I questioned all of my beliefs. In theory, having been released from prison, these two men should have been happy. They should have lived happily ever after. It frequently happened that those who survived died soon after the release. What does this mean? How do we account for it? Well, I suppose while they were living in limbo, in other words, living in the death camp, it was a dream of being released that gave them hope. But freedom doesn't always live up to expectations. Many of them had nothing to go back to. Their homes have been destroyed. Their businesses decimated. As the English writer Oscar Wilde said, the cruelty of prison starts when you come out, when you're released. The Israelites of the Old Testament, whom we hear about in the first reading this morning, had a very similar experience. They left the slavery of Egypt and set off to live a bright future. Yet only a short time later, they wanted to go back. They wanted to go back to Egypt. In other words, they were willing to be slaves again. For in a very real sense, their troubles began after their release. For freedom was in what they thought it would be. Instead, they found themselves wandering in the desert a desert that was short of food and water. For the Israelites, freedom involved a journey to a promised land, a promised land that was remote and hazy. All they could see ahead were hardships, trials, and suffering. In truth, the Israelites went ready for freedom. From the book of Exodus, we have nothing but quarrels and troubles. 
would take a whole new generation, a whole new generation to be ready to cross the Jordan and enter into the promised land. Think about it. It took one day to get the Israelites out of Egypt and 40 years to get Egypt out of the Israelites. Yes, freedom presents its own challenges. It means that we must take responsibility for our own lives. This is not easy, especially for those who have others calling the shots. For human freedom calls for self-discipline. It's easy to be disciplined by others than to discipline oneself. Yes, it's easier to turn someone into a slave than a slave into a free person. In the desert, the Israelites looked back and they thought, you know, we had it pretty good in Egypt. At least we had food to eat, water to drink, and a place to sleep. Never satisfied with what they had, people began to complain to Moses. In other words, they were unhappy. Unhappy with their freedom. Yes, for us humans, the grass is always greener on the other side. And it doesn't matter about our situation or station in life. But the truth is, no matter what it looks like on the surface, think about this. Someone's life, no matter how great it looks, is always more difficult and challenging than it seems. Like the Israelites, we too journey in faith. We journey in faith towards a promised land, a promised land that we know and call everlasting life. Through our baptism, each one of us has been called out of slavery, slavery to sin, slavery to all the goods and riches that our world deems important, slavery to all the things everyone else holds as precious, things like fame, wealth, image, looks, and status. But if we have been given the gift of freedom, freedom of new life, which is a life without sin, we are bound to experience a desert of trials and tribulations. We are bound to experience a desert of difficulties and sufferings. Yes, at times, we might feel that God has abandoned us. And yes, during these times of desolation, it might be easier, easier to go back to life of sin. In other words, easier to buy into temptations of our world. But as God sustained the Israelites in, in the desert, as God gave them food to eat and water to drink, so too God shall sustain us. No, it is not we who keep the faith, but rather the faith that keeps us. So our lesson today is this, no matter how difficult life might seem, for those of us who trust in God, there will always be manna from heaven. And the question we need to think about, the question we need to ask ourselves is this, are we aware enough to recognize it? Are we aware enough to recognize it? I am the bread of life. 
Whoever comes to me shall never hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. <laughs>